I love Friday. Dueling genre. And welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we kick and beat Rocky 2 one condescending comment at a time. I'm Doug Greenberg. And I'm Jason Haynes. And we're joined on this Friday by Jim O'Kane. Welcome back, Jim. Hey, thanks for having me. It's been a great week. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us, man. This has been great. It's a lot of fun. I love I love talking about this stuff. And uh, as we were talking in between shows uh, between yesterday and today, the... Uh, we have a background in in boxing, and I my dad used to be uh, kind of a boxing fanatic by osmosis. He uh, he worked with a lot of uh, boxers in in New Jersey. He was a, a boilermaker. He was, was in the boilermakers union, but was a welder. And uh, a lot of <laughs> boxers, once they finished their careers, wound up uh, holding onto a rebar and welding yeah <laughs> welding tools. So uh, they got the hands for it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and. Uh, it's uh, it was amazing. We used to go to Golden Glove uh, things in North Jersey, and I met a lot of uh, former boxers like uh, well Jake Lamada. He wasn't he wasn't a welder, but he knew him through other people. And uh, uh, two ton Tony Galento, Jack Dempsey, um, just some big names from from way back when. And uh, you know we'd go and see fights with these great Golden Glove guys. That uh, to me, it's more of a sport than any of the. The current stuff with Ultimate Fighting, I know there's a lot of people that are fans of that, but I just, I like the uh, the strategy involved in boxing. And a lot of these guys, you know, some of them were completely punch drunk, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. the, you know, but some of, some of them actually were, you know, they, they survived, which is fortunate for them. I mean, Tony Galento was, uh, was an amazing guy. He gave me a, he gave me a bit of advice that, I use a lot now. I mean, it, I'm at an age where I go to people's funerals a lot, so mm-hmm. or not not a lot. But I, um, one of the pieces of advice that Tony Galento once told me was that uh, everybody's life is a uh, lesson, and uh, a smart guy knows when he's in school. And um, I try to piece together what he meant by that. And it's like basically you can learn from other people's mistakes and other people's uh, winnings, hmm. which is which is what boxing's all about. Sure. And, uh, yeah. He said the you know the, the smart guy will notice other people's lessons, and uh, I think Rocky does that in a lot of these uh, in a lot of these movies. You watch what he he notices people's weaknesses, and that's how he wins in boxing. And but that applies to anything in your life. If you learn from other people's mistakes, so that you don't make the same mistakes they did, then you you won't go through life with, a, with many things rattling around in your head. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we you know we talked. Uh, last or last minute about um our kids and stuff well jay more so and uh one of the things i always say is like i want my kids to be better than me and learning from the mistakes that i've made is part of that absolutely yeah and as you get old as you get older your kids suddenly realize that they're you're not as dumb as they thought you were when they were younger yeah (laughs) it it takes a while just right but yeah like uh as i told you um uh, off mic too. Like I, I met Jerry Cooney, who's a New Jersey fighter, and uh, you mentioned punch drunk. Jerry Cooney is is quite quite punch drunk himself. And uh, you ever hear of a guy named Bobby Chez? The name sounds familiar. Uh, was- Bobby Chez is a New Jersey guy. Uh, he fought Evander Holyfield. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. He um, there's actually an article in NJ.com about him recently um, working the counter at Shoprite. But I played with Bobby Ches in a golf outing, and he's a uh, uh, he, he's he's a conspiracy theorist. That guy. Oh boy. <laughs> he, he's a tin tinfoil hat guy. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean the uh, it it's sad to say, but getting punched in the head so many times it it takes hold later on in life. Yeah, I, I met uh, Jimmy Braddock, the guy that uh, Russell Crowe played in Cinderella Man, and he was kind of that way. He had uh, the, the classic pugilistic Parkinsonism. I mean, he you'd meet him, and he'd be just kind of shaking, like like there was a train going through underneath him, you know. And he just yeah. and he would forget things, like if he he'd introduce himself about three or four times after you met him. And it's sad because he, you know, he was a great guy. He was really, you know, a nice guy. Just as long as he didn't have to rely on short-term memory. Um, oh, what a shame! Yeah, yeah. Well, on that happy note, we can- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, today we're knocking out minute thirty, which begins with some prejudgment about tattoos, and it ends with a great idea. Um. So yeah. So Rocky's talking about the fetus, saying this king ain't, ain't gonna get no tattoos. He ain't gonna be hanging on no corners. He ain't going to dress like no wise guy like me. Um, so the tattoos line, I'm, I'm personally offended by. Because I uh, have quite a few tattoos myself. But I'm um, just kidding. Not offended at all. Uh, but he ain't going to be hanging on no corners. Is that a, a little Marie reference, Jay? No, I don't think so. All right. Uh, he's going to be a good somebody like you. Oh. But then they... You know, Adrian doesn't accept that because her and her shyness and her apprehension, she turns it back on him like you. And mm. they do this adorable back and forth. Oh, it's, it's endearing. <laughs> like you. No, like you. Like yeah. you. They just keep going back for like you. Like you. Yeah. Like you. Like you. Like It's cute. It's It, it gets to be a little annoying. Um, <laughs> After the sixth yeah, time. One, one too many. Yeah. 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 It reminds me of like yeah. the, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. You hang up. No, you hang up. Yeah, uh, so it's it gets yeah. to be a little annoying, but it's it's you know it's, it's still cute, cute little coupley thing. And then he pulls he he pulls out his catchphrase from the previous movie, so it's like, hey, yo, Adrian, yeah, we did uh, it. Now he says we. Now yeah. it's we did it. He does play a yeah. little part in the uh, <laughs> conception. But the the thing you notice here is that these 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 two are like two pathetic losers, Rocky and Adrian, right? Mm-hmm. And they find each other, and they fall in love, and and um, they're both like just just the rejects. And they, 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 like Adrian her, is insecure. She thinks that she's not worthy. Rocky thinks that he's not worthy. But yet they hold the other one in such high regard. Like they see through, like Rocky sees through all the shyness and stuff and, and, and views Adrian as just this beautiful, wonderful, perfect woman and, and vice versa. She views him as the perfect guy. But they're, they're two lovable little losers who just found each other. <laughs> but they, they really just have the utmost love and respect for the other one. Yeah. That's how it should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he he kisses her in his, in her perfect bangs. That that bangs we talked about le- earlier earlier in the week. Where, gosh, the the hairdresser must have run up right after. I, I do notice that she does have a hair out of place. Oh man! Moment, but the wind's blowing. You know, I guess they they ran out of extra cans of Aquanet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's a shame. <laughs> but after the cut, what we don't see is her pull out her portable hair dryer yeah. and fix the <laughs> the spot that he kissed. <laughs> Uh, so Rocky, we cut to Rocky getting makeup put on. May I? Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the book. The book's out. <clears throat> Here we go. 
Well, the big day was finally here. I was sitting in this chair having all this makeup thrown on by the guy they call the makeup man. The man himself was kind of a lightweight, if you know what I mean. He was kind of half man, half gumdrop. <laughs> what? As he was putting this powder and stuff all over my face, getting me ready for my big start in commercials, he was shaking his rear to some sort of disco music coming out of his small tape recorder. Yeah, he was having a great old time shaking his butt and splashing makeup on me. You know, he didn't have too much trouble with butt shaking when the kid uh, won at stickball. <laughs> I know. I yeah. Know. He's got a problem with the uh, man of questionable sexuality putting makeup on him. Come on, Rocky. It's just 2018. Well, it's 1979. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Close enough. And Adrian managed to find the most unflattering uh, pregnancy outfit ever created. I mean, she basically looks like she's wearing lederhosen. She looks like like she should be yodeling in the Alps or asking for a Ricola uh, horn. Why browns were such – and is that – I don't know. It's corduroy, isn't it? Is it corduroy? It's it's some heavy textile – but the uh, yeah the seventies brown was a big thing in the seventies wasn't mm-hmm. it yeah um, Bobby Brooks that's the style there is uh, from uh, I was just looking at an old uh, old pattern book apparently Bobby Brooks was the uh, the the style for, uh, they they made a whole bunch of maternity stuff oh really be in the in the style as mentioned by uh, John Cougar in um, no kidding Jack and Diane dribble off them Bobby Brooks <laughs> oh wow never would have made that connection nope. Nobody, nobody looks happy here. Adrian looks concerned. Rocky doesn't look like he's thrilled about this. No, you got the fast talking agent. This is the guy that was chasing him out of the hospital yeah. with his uh, persona non grata partner. That fem- the blonde female behind him. She was on his pay no mind list back then, and she's on his pay no mind list now. Uh, but he's he's you know a typical fast talking business guy, right? Yeah, with you know, is that a is that a careful comb over? Or is it a half shagel? I don't know. <laughs> uh, the comb overs were all the rage back then. He's hiding something. Yeah, I just I just wonder about how far back that is. I have a feeling it's a half toupee. If you look mm. uh, somewhere around like in the forties, like forty two or so, there's a spot from the the middle of where the normal bald spot would form to the front of his head, and that just looks like an an appliance that. <laughs> Comes back down. So I'm, my uh, my wig detector says that's just to make him look a little bit less uh, like a like a Ferengi. Yeah, it's it uh, almost like the color almost doesn't match up too. Yeah, yeah, extremely thin too. So just wow. huh. little Elmers, and he's all set. There you go. Mm-hmm. Double sided tape. Yeah, Adrian's really giving him the stink eye too in the whole. Thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. she is. Yeah. Calling her Mrs. Rocky. That was a mistake. Yeah, that, I I didn't I didn't myself like that at all. Um, well, he's talking about this this Smart Deal toy company, which yeah. uh, was fictional. Nothing I found nothing on Smart Deal toy company. Well, you know what though, this guy reminds me of this agent is is we talked earlier in the week about uh, how they were trying to, you know, online on uh, Mighty Mix, they were having a conversation about who would play who with Rocky with, with different people. Mm-hmm. And this agent, the the only the, when he's talking, the only thing I picture is uh, what's the guy's name. Um, the guy from Better Call Saul from Breaking Bad. Oh, oh uh, yeah, Jimmy. Uh, uh, which one? Bob Odenkirk. Well, Bob Odenkirk. Like yeah. this would be him. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good yeah. call. He's got a little feel for like Ned from Ditech. If you remember those commercials from back, way back when. Mm. No, uh, <laughs> that that one doesn't ring a bell. The di- uh, there was a late night late night cable. There was a back when they were pushing uh, cheap mortgages that caused caused the subprime mortgage failure. There was, <laughs> there was a guy named Ned and. Uh, 
he was a fast talking mortgage. He's probably on YouTube. So if you oh yeah, D I T E C H, uh, and it's a uh, they were pushing fast uh, fast mortgages that you didn't really have to qualify to get. And uh, that's great, isn't uh, it? But yeah, Bob Odenkirk is a good good choice on there. Right down to the bad hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing about this is he looks at he 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 asks Rocky if he heard a smart deal toy company. Rocky says no, and he and he says this is such a slap in the face. Maybe Mrs. Rocky did like yeah. you don't even know her name. <laughs> like you're, you're his agent, you shouldn't know his name. You should know everybody, but maybe Mrs. Rocky. Such a it's very condescending. Oh, it's terrible. So they want to make this Rocky doll, right? Mm-hmm. And the way he's trying to sell it is you can kick it, you can beat it. Mm-hmm. D- does that remind you of anything, Jay, from the eighties? A toy from the eighties, like this. Yeah. <laughs> Not your personal toy. Um, <laughs> the um, you remember wrestling buddies? It was like a like a, uh, a squat pillow, like a short mm-hmm. pillow yes, in the yes, shape of were... the rest. You know what? I'm looking it up. Yeah. I, 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 I was I, I was thinking it was he was pushing for like he had just come come back from Na- I'm sorry I'm tying in Apollo 13 again he just come back from NASA and he tried to sell Neil Armstrong uh, off on a doll that you could stretch oh yeah <laughs> stretch Armstrong yeah it's just come on you can beat it you can land it on the moon it'll be great <laughs> then he just renamed it and said no you can have a Rocky doll it was stretch Armstrong but renamed they have uh, well back in the 80s they had these they called wrestling buddies it was like these little stuffed pillows that were in the shape of wrestlers but if you watch the um the if you remember do you remember the commercial from it it was like these this kid kids are making a lot of noise upstairs and the mom's like what are they up to up there dad's like i'll go check so he goes upstairs and the kids are just messing around with their wrestling buddies so dad joins them they're dropping elbows and throwing them all over the room then the mom yells up what's going on up there and the husband's like nothing because <laughs> he joined in with the kids i'm gonna put that commercial up on the i'm gonna put that and i'm gonna put um, wrestling buddies no neil didek what's his name ned didek didek d-i-t-e-c-h didek ned from didek yeah ned from didek yeah so uh so when this episode airs look for those videos yeah. on mighty mix yeah one thing that uh one thing that hit me about he's talking about smart deal toy i was wondering it, since this is you know taking place Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, uh, I was thinking of Ideal Toy Company, which was out of New Jersey, originally out of Queens, but then they uh, they moved to New Jersey, and uh, they made a lot of. Uh, they actually they were the original inventor of the teddy bear, really in, in 1903, and uh, they uh, Ideal Novelty and Toy Company that later changed to the Ideal Toy Company. Uh, they built things like the Betsy Wetsy character. Um, they had uh, board games like Mousetrap. Then they they built like ones for TV shows like Tic Tac Doe, and uh, they were very popular and very very close to uh, uh, heavy marketing in the Northeast. They made a deal with uh, Connecticut-based Toys R Us back in the '60s and started building board game boxes that would fit on Toys R Us standardized shelves. And one of the first oh, ones wow. to convert over to that. Wow, I wonder if if like that's what they had in mind when. When they came up with the Smart Deal Toy Company, yeah, I mean, it's, or something they, like that. They had come up with uh, Slinky. That was one of the, uh, or Slinky had originally come up with Slinky, but Ideal bought them out. They, uh, oh, I know what they, in the seventies they came up with uh, Rubik's cubes, or they they came oh. up with a marketing plan for Rubik came up with Rubik's cubes, but they they marketed that. They also marketed the Magic Eight Ball. Oh yeah, so uh, all the old standbys, uh, huh? Yeah, yeah, and uh, they merged with uh, uh, Viewmaster. 
and uh, they renamed <laughs> themselves Viewmaster Ideals, moved to, uh, uh, speaking in New Jersey, they moved to Mount Laurel, New Jersey, oh, and, nice. and became part of Tyco Toys, which, you know, Tyco Trains and all that, that's out of uh, Mount Laurel. I love a good uh, New Jersey story. Yeah. <laughs> Mount Laurel, that's, back. yeah, that, that's, um, that's uh, like Chris Durkacz, Jeff Ferry, uh, 609 territory, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, 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 it's down there in uh, pork roll country, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anything south of exit six, you just, you know. <laughs> That's, yeah, it might as well be in our own state. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pennsylvania, face it. <laughs> you know, he's talking about the guy being light in his loafers and stuff, but who's who's wearing a, uh, <laughs> he's, he's wearing a tiger caftan, or, you know, a, a loincloth, and just, yeah. <laughs> he's ready for showtime. That, uh, yeah, the headband. Yeah. Hang on, do we get a good look at it? Yeah, toward, toward the end, toward the end of the minute, there's it's like a necklace of bones. Yeah, the uh, it's the exact. I'm gonna be. I'm going back. Speaking of uh, Standard Oil in New Jersey, Esso before it was Exxon, Esso's uh, big uh, tag name was "Put a Tiger in Your Tank," and the particular they used to sell or they they give away if you bought a Philip. They'd give you these uh, pieces of felt that were in that exact color and uh, stripe pattern. As the uh, as the headband, they mm-hmm. give you, they give you these things. Uh, they were a little stuffed. They were stuffed with like, um, uh, you know, like teddy bear filling, and they had a string on them. And you could tie them around your gas cap, and it would go with their motto, which was "Put a tiger in your tank." So you'd see all these cars driving by, and they'd have tigers, tiger tails sticking out of the gas, the gas underneath the gas cap. Oh man! And then somebody found out that if you pour gasoline on these things, and uh, there was a source, you know, a, f- a flame source. <laughs> Oh, it, Jesus. It would ignite. So they, they were concurrently banned across the world. Um, but that was uh, somebody's brilliant marketing plan. It's like, hey, let's put a flammable, you know, it's like turn your car into a Molotov cocktail. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Thanks. The sense that people had back then, it just didn't, they didn't have any. <laughs> yeah, really. well, it, marketing just had to blame somebody else. One of, the, one of the worst marketing stories I ever heard was um, the uh, Cleveland Indians had, oh. uh, do you know the story? About the Bat the, Night? The, yeah, yeah, the Bat Night. Yeah, the Bat Night that coincided with Nickel Beer Night. Yeah, the, uh, the chief of police of, uh, of Cleveland said it was like being in a pirate movie. <laughs> and I just keep thinking somewhere somebody got fired for that. Uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. Bats and, bats and 20, 20 cups of beer for a dollar. There, yeah, there, were, there was, uh, I think there was another, um, and I think Cleveland also had another giant marketing failure where it was like they gave away records or something that that all ended up on the field oh it's nothing no projector you know, it's like battery night at met state you know, yeah 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 <laughs> <Right>. thanks <laughs> something to throw at people get a free lantern battery wow all right yeah that's uh that's all i got here i, I want to say something about um oh jay's here still <laughs> jay i want to say something about about rocky here, um, <laughs> he, uh, while he's talking about the Rocky doll, and he's playing it up like, oh, you could beat it, you could punch it, you could do anything, right? Pretty much to it. And Rocky doesn't look happy; like he looks like he's he's not really into the pitch. Like you think mm-hmm. if it was, you know, the way that we Rocky, how excited he was about things a couple days ago, then when he's pitching, like, oh yeah, that'd be awesome, Rocky doll. You know, everybody could have one. No, but and I'm wondering, like, this, is he not into it because of the way the guy's selling it? Like that you can beat the crap out of it. Like Rocky doesn't want to be known as the guy who took a beating. He wants to be known yeah. as, a, as a good fighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, it's like the kind of the guy's kind of downplaying it, like, like basically saying all you're good for is that you can take a beating. Hmm. And I wonder if that's why he's not happy about it. 
like you know, Rocky's all about his self-respect, about being respected, and and you know, he doesn't want to just be known as a guy who Apollo beat up for fifteen rounds. Yeah, it's like selling uh, Lizzie Borden's parents' dolls. Just, <laughs> you can stab him. Forty. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> I would say on a on a more um, like a renowned podcast that would be out of line, Jim. But you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're right in a perfect wheelhouse for that for that type of joke here. It's uh, now, he's supposed to be you know dressed up in a jungle attire. I, are there clams in the jungle? I was just wondering about the clam shell that he was wearing on the. You know, he's got like <laughs> oh, a. Oh yeah. He he's does. got like some kind of a giant tooth. Of, I, I don't know what that is. It's, maybe it's a. What what is that? An, a piece of? Is it an elk horn or is it a? The, I mean, it looks like he's got a hoof. He's got like a, a a cow hoof on the on the left shoulder in your right as you're looking at it, and then on the right shoulder he's got maybe some other piece of a hoof, and then he's got a clam. Yeah, that, that one that's that giant thing he's holding like in front of him is that that stick, right? That, yeah, it, and it's in between. It's like pieces of macaroni. It's like he went yeah. to camp and this is he brought <laughs> home the look. I made a macaroni uh, necklace. Well, as we're, we're going to see next week, the production value on this commercial isn't exactly tip top. So, uh, you know, they probably just found some junk in the parking lot and put a rope around it and said, "Here, these are bones from the jungle." And uh, Rocky, even though you know the swelling's gone down and all that, he still looks too good mm-hmm. to be somebody that survived a beating by Apollo Creed. I mean, I think I don't know. It's it's a movie, but yeah, it's well, too pretty. One thing I learned from meeting Jerry Cooney and Bobby Chez is that when you do get beat up over an entire career, your face looks oh, yeah. like you got beat up over an entire career. Yeah, you wind up looking like a, a Dick Tracy villain after a bunch yeah. of fists have punched through your skull. Your uh, flat you know, your, noses, your sinuses kind of bulge out, and your nose goes. Your nose turns into this uh, like a uh, those proboscis monkeys. It just kind of hangs there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, points down. And your chin doesn't point forward; it points off to the side, and they're missing teeth. And it's just, yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. rough business. Um, yeah, Rocky looks too perfect. Yeah. Well, then he never would have been an actor if he hadn't. Yeah. You know. uh, true. True. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, I'm pretty wrapped up for the week. How about you guys? Mm-hmm. You want to take any last cracks at Rocky as a whole, Jim? No, no, no. I love Rocky. The whole Rocky series. I love. I even love four. I mean, I know people don't like four, but I. Gosh, I love four. I must break you. I we love four. We are defenders of Rocky Four, so yeah, we're, we're going to have a lot of fun with that one. It's uh, you know, if you can go up against He Man, you can go up against anybody. That's the way I feel. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, you know, I, I love the I love the Rocky series. I remember seeing Rocky when it first came out, and I was a you know, I was a kid in high school, and it's it speaks to everybody who's failed at stuff. I I. I, I remember going to it and people were talking about, well, why didn't he win at the end? Why, you know, why did they let him lose? It should have been a, you know, it, it's so insane. But it's like, no, he, he stood up, he did what he wanted to do. He made it through the whole, the whole thing. And to me, that was, that was the victory. And that felt really good. It felt realistic. It felt like you didn't need a Cinderella story. You needed some, some guy that just made it. And uh, I enjoyed Rocky, uh, the original Rocky. This one, two is a bit of a cash in. But then three, it started turning into um, uh, Transformers. So it was just—I mean, it had it had. Once you started realizing it was a giant uh, cartoon, a money maker. <laughs> three, yeah. three and four, three and four were, three and four were great cartoons. Two is two is cashing in, 
and one one is a classic. One is simply a classic on its own, and it, it's testament to the brilliance of Sylvester Stallone, both as a as a writer and as a promoter of his own work. I mean, that, that that's mm-hmm. a whole story. Well, you've you've already gone over that the story in itself. Yeah, but, uh, I admire Stallone for getting where he got. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're. I'm sorry that we didn't get you on for one. I I was so overwhelmed with the with the whole no. getting into podcasting thing that. It's, you did you, guys, you did a good job. It's, it's yeah. fun, and there's so much more to talk about now. You've got more more to get through, and even you know the not so great ones. There's there's more opportunities to talk about things. So yeah, keep, keep up the good work. That's all I can say. Uh, well, thank you, thank you. I think we're um, we'll have more fun, uh, you know, with the with the more campier ones. I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I hope you guys will be working on uh, the group project I've been uh, putting together. It's uh, we're gonna be we we did last year we did uh, die uh, die hard minute. And uh, and did all the all the movie Die Hard with a bunch of different uh, movies by minutes podcasters. But uh, this next year we're going to be uh, exploring John Landis's makeup film uh, uh, Into the Night, which mm-hmm. uh, he did after uh, getting past his uh, near conviction in uh, uh, the Twilight Zone movie. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. So it's uh, he had a lot of his best best buddies in Hollywood showed up to uh, be part of his movie and show him that yes he could he could make another movie and he did i mean he came he came up with a lot of great movies after that but it's a it's a fun movie and we're going to have one week of uh of each different uh podcast group so hopefully it'll be a lot of different takes on a, a pretty funny movie yeah we um we were there in denver when when uh you, you guys showed the premiere for it um the uh trailer for it so uh we are in we are awesome. In, awesome. If you'll have us, I know there, you're probably going to get more groups than there are minutes available. Uh, so, yeah, well, yeah, first come, first serve. So it starts uh, as, as we're recording. This will be uh, October first as the sign up. So hopefully, more more people will sign up than we've got. I, you know, <laughs> if I hope you're right, that more people will sign up than we've got room for. It's probably that. yeah, a good problem to have. Yeah, it will, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, join, and that'll be at nightminute.com eventually. So to, if, if you're listening to this in the distant future, check out nightminute.com and see if it ever happened. So. <laughs> See if you got enough groups to do it. Yeah, hopefully. Well, but thanks again for having me on. I really appreciate being able to talk about this movie. It is one of my favorite franchises, and uh, it is, it, it's one of those things that when it's on, and you've experienced the same thing when it's on TV, uh, there goes the rest of my hour and yep. 20 minutes because i got to watch this. <laughs> well, they, they don't show just one of them, though. Yeah, They'll show yeah. And sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it'll, even, it'll even be in order. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Got <laughs> uh, a, great, a, a great series. Uh, well, the, do you want to um, wrap up uh, with any plugs? You want to one last time? You can visit me on uh, all the other ones. They, just put .com at the end of either Airport Minute, uh, Rocketeer Minute, or uh, Oops, Apollo. Oh. You okay? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. You go to Airport Minute, uh, Rocketeer Minute, or Apollo 13 Minute, and you can download any of the podcasts that are either finished or currently going on. We're doing Apollo 13 Minute right now, and as we're coming up on the 50th anniversary, as we're recording this, the 50th anniversary of Apollo 8, man's first trip around the moon, uh, listen for uh, Jim Lovell, and uh, hopefully we're getting Frank Borman on shortly. So uh, some Apollo 8 veterans will be talking about what it's like seeing the moon from the other side. So uh, wow. check this out, Apollo13minute.com, Apollo13minute.com. You are truly bona fide. We are ham and eggers. No, no, you guys are doing great. Keep it going. Keep it going. Uh, well, thank you for that, Jim. Um, we are Rocky Minute uh, pretty much anywhere you can find, uh, you know, on all the social media stuff. Um our listeners group is Mighty Mix. Email is RockyMinute at gmail.com and DoingGenre.com. The other movies by minute shows uh, that we party with are Back to the Future, Cornetto uh, Trilogy, which is the uh, uh, Simon Pegg 
uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and World's End. Uh, I think they're gearing up to do Hot Fuzz very soon. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a great movie. So hope, hopefully I'll be able to get on that. I'm, I, I keep signing up for these <laughs> for these shows, and I just don't know if I have the time, but I want to get on them all. Uh, Disney Animation Minute, Essentials, Ferris Bueller, Harry Potter, Jane Silent Bob, Lord of the Rings, Spider-Man, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Toy Story. Plus uh, Scott Corelli's own Geek by Night or, uh, radio drama. And uh, Immunities is on there. Also another radio drama. They have a Doctor Who's podcast called Doctor's Companion. There's a lot of stuff on there. So go to doinggenre.com. Uh, support the uh, the Patreon channel. Click the support button on the website. Do uh, doinggenre.com slash Amazon to take you to Amazon to get your purchases there. We get a little kickback from Amazon when you guys make a purchase. It doesn't add anything to your total, but uh, it helps uh, doing genre keep the lights on, as they say. So um, thanks again to Jim, and thank you to all of you out there for listening. And have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week. Adios. What are we waiting for? Take this! Uh, yeah, Rocky's just, he's out of his element with this guy. Yeah. Um, but the guy, <laughs> you're, you're right, Jim. Oh, yeah, sorry, I just knocked over a, oh, a micro, an expensive microphone. Sorry, my expensive microphone. Uh, <laughs> as long as you're okay. Yeah, I'm okay, yeah. My, okay. Foot, is, my foot is all right.